being able to just like trickle other things into there. I know like a huge thing for me is like dealing with PTSD because my relationship is so good that I'm like, what's wrong? Like there's something wrong, you know what I mean? And so I think just like talking about like how to have a healthy relationship, which I listened to your guys' episodes and uh, really enjoyed that. Yeah, and then I'm just like, okay, well, what about people that aren't in relationships? And I want to like grow my audience. You're just funny. It's funny you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how. Come here, come here, though. Yeah, he's crazy, see? Who are you? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Are you ready? Michaela's actually the host of I Deserve It podcast. So we talk a little bit about that on this episode. But we also talk a lot about um, social media, kind of where it's going, like being 80s and 90 kids herself, we kind of talk about the evolution of that. So that was fun, uh, as well as, you know, what it takes to host a podcast and the benefits and the pros and the cons and all that. Uh, but more importantly, you know, as um, I think Michaela has a great message here. And Michaela's message for her particular podcast is her life experiences. She's gone through a lot and uh, she wanted to share those experiences to the podcast first. And a lot of people have gotten some great value out of it. So, but I recommend you check it out if you're interested in uh, just kind of hearing some experiences about her toxic relationship, how she's overcome that, as well as uh, personal growth and wellness. I will leave the links in the episode notes as per usual, uh, as well as the links to our sponsor today, which our sponsor is Meet Cute Box. Without further ado, let's introduce Michaela Green to the podcast. Michaela. Um, well, I'm like so pumped to be on someone else's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, right? Less work you have to do. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. It's really cool. Um, so my name is Michaela. I am the host of I Deserve It. It is a podcast about basically being your best self is the best way to describe it. Um, I came from a very toxic, unhealthy relationship and like lifestyle. And then I have just completely done this like 360 and now I'm in a very healthy relationship and I live in Hawaii with my kids. So um, I just had a lot of people reach out and ask for advice pretty much on like, how did you do that? (laughs) Like your Mm -hmm. life is completely different and it's just crazy. So yeah, I was just really like motivated to be able to talk about it and just help people, you know, so that's, that's yeah. the thing. <laughs> so how, how long have you had, uh, the pot, the podcast? I deserve it. Yep. Uh, so it. it's pretty new. Um, I started at the beginning of August and so we have five episodes now. Um, nice. it's just so exciting. Like every week just to be like, okay, like what are we going to talk about? And it's weird because, you know, people want to know like your story and just like, sure. how are you educated to talk about this? Right. And it's so hard to talk about yourself. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. And a lot of people, like when I first started a a podcast myself, a lot of people used to tell me because I was a a manager and um, I owned my own company a a while ago, aside from me cute. And, you know, everyone told me I'm great at public speaking and, you know, eventually podcasts, like when I first started, it started kind of cranking up. You know, you heard like Mm -hmm. guys like Gary Vee talk about it. And of course, Joe Rogan was doing his thing. And you know, mm-hmm. podcast was definitely a thing. I was such a fan of podcasts. And then I realized to myself when there was other podcasts out there that talked about like not stupid stuff, but like things that because when, when I think when we first started thinking about podcasts 10 years ago, 
you know, it was like the Howard Stern, right? It was like news and celebrities and all that. Like the fact that you can just get on the mic and just talk about your life. And there's people out there that are going to get value from that. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. And there's really not that big of a difference between that and just doing like a Instagram story. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the same thing, except it's a longer form interview style. And, uh, I mean, even my first podcast, I just sold the mic I used, but my very first podcast, I'm an iPhone user. Are you an iPhone user? Mm -hmm. or Android? Yes. Okay. IPhone. Good for you. Keeping the blue bubble. Yes. Well done. <laughs> That's the way. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Android listeners out there. We're so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, but when I had the uh, notes app open on my iPhone and, uh, I would just kind of like, you know, write these little like notes of things that happened and kind of like vlogging, but almost like a little diary. And right. then eventually I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do this podcast. People have been telling me to do it. So I pulled up the voice memo app and I started just recording on my little lavalier. It was like a $20 mic and just yeah. recording like in my closet, just like shit that happened that day and like motivational things I heard and read. And, and then eventually, you know, I'm like 170 something episodes in now. And, uh, yeah, just interviewing guests and experts and strangers and, you know, friends that I haven't talked to in years. I end up having them on. We have these great, like, three-hour conversations uh, via FaceTime or Zoom or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been kind of magical because I've learned so much in the process. And I've, I feel like I've grown, for sure, as a person. Right. And it's just crazy that people will actually listen. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm interesting. Like, it's just <laughs> weird. And so, I mean... Like when I started, I really wanted it to be based off of, you know, toxic relationships, but I don't just want to talk about abuse all the time because not fun. Um, a, little bit, a little depressing. Yeah, a little bit depressing. So um, <laughs> I think just being able to just like trickle other things into there. Um, I know like a huge thing for me is like dealing with PTSD because my relationship is so good that I'm like, what's wrong? Like there's mm -hmm. something wrong. You know what I yeah. mean? And so I think just like even talking about like how to have a healthy relationship, which I listened to your guys' episodes and uh, really oh, enjoyed thanks. that. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then I'm just like, okay, well, what about people that aren't in relationships and I want to like grow my audience. So I'm like, okay, well just, parenting, lifestyle, like whatever. I'm about to do an episode on like sexual wellness, which seemed a little uncomfortable at first, but I'm like, people will listen to it. That's what they want to hear. Yeah. So I think it's just like branching out, but kind of just, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you, I think you nailed it. Yeah. I mean, just the idea of, yeah. um, of, of doing various top, and that's the cool thing about a podcast, right? Like if you're uh, a news station, you have to talk about the news. Mm -hmm. You got to talk about what's good and what's bad and politics and this and that. And what's, what's radical about a podcast is you could talk about anything and everything that goes on uh, in your life. And there's always, we're so different as humans, right? Like, but yeah. there, we have so many similarities and I don't think we understand it. So when you hear a podcast, maybe like the topics that you're talking about, whether it's sexual wellness or abuse, like those are things that people are going through. But aside from a book, there's really not a lot of media out there that's talking about that you know, on a personal level. That right. Is, it's very know, taboo kind totally. of. And so I'm just really, my goal is to just really engage my listeners and I mm. want for them to send me questions and things. And before I started the podcast, I did a survey and it was just 
Like, have you been through this? Do you know someone who has? Like, what was a struggle for you? What would you like for me to talk about? Mm. And a really surprising one to me was like, what are red flags? And I'm like, well, that seems so obvious. And so I did an episode on it, but it was like, okay, well, these are red flags. I'm sure you can name all of these, but I kind of turned it into like the reasons we avoid them. So I think taking the most obvious topics and diving in a little bit deeper to try and like figure it out, you know? Totally. And is it typically just you or do you, um, do you have guests on or do you plan to have guests on? So I really want to have them. Um, I joined a few podcast groups when I first started, you know, cause I know nothing about podcasting. Everything <laughs> that I've learned has just been, I mean, research. So, um, yeah, I joined a group and I was like, this is my show. Like if anyone would be interested, like here's a link to fill out like an app or whatever. And I got so many responses. It was overwhelming. Awesome. And so I just sent out an email and I'm like, okay, like, thank you for your interest. Um, I got like 50 of them, which is insane. And Sick. I will just reach out to you at some point, whether it's months from now, like I have all of your info. Yeah. And um, I've done an episode like with my best friends from Indiana and they just kind of talked about what it was like to be on the outside of like the toxic relationship. And then the sexual wellness episode I'm actually doing with a friend who's just like very open about things like that. So yeah. uh, we did a survey before that as well to just kind of get some information from the general people. So I'm really excited about it. That's great. And in terms of uh, the goal of the podcast, I mean, is it obviously to, to spread awareness and to talk about these different topics, but um, what have you learned from it just in those few episodes that you're doing and, and obviously the planning that goes into it? Like, what are some of the big takeaways from starting one? Like, initially, it was just supposed to be like this little hobby, but I'm actually not working anymore. I'm just focused on this and I run a lifestyle blog as well. So I'm just kind of like, this is going to be like what I do. Yeah. So um, it's pretty nice to be able to like put a lot of effort into it. Um there's just so much that you don't realize that it takes. And the planning part is really hard for me, actually. So yeah. I'm like, I have so much to talk about and so many experiences and things that I've been through that people would like to hear about. How do you just sit down and think, okay, like this happened to me, like I'm going to do an episode about it. So I really struggle with like the planning part of it. But I think that like my favorite part is just anyone that can take something from it. So obviously mm. being new, like I don't have a ton of listeners and most of them are people that I know, you know, until it starts to branch out. But I think just even having one person say like, that really helped me. Like, thank you. I'm like, okay, like I did it. That was my yeah. job. And so yeah. I think just talking about like lifestyle and just things that people go through and just knowing that it's going to help somebody. I think that's the goal. For sure. Yeah. Same thing with me when I get, you know, text messages or DMs or, you know, someone that says, you know, we enjoyed the podcast and, you know, I have two podcasts. I have the Meet Cute one and then uh, mm -hmm. I have uh, my personal podcast, the Barardo podcast, which I'll probably put this on. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I might do both. I don't know, but I have more listeners. Um, I think I have like 2,500 subscribers on my um, uh, personal podcast and the Meet Cute one we just started. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I might even post it on both just to give you a little exposure. Um, sure, that'd be great. <laughs> but, you know, for me, that that was the big thing is if I can get any DMs or texts and people are like, oh, yeah, you know, I heard this episode and that episode. Like, that is the coolest thing when not only do you get listeners because that's always fun. You're like, oh, someone actually listened. That's cool. 
Because right, yeah. <laughs> it, it's kind of hard to stomach. Like I've I've heard my own podcast like in the car ride, like when no mm-hmm. one else is around. I just I want to make sure the quality is good and stuff. And I'll listen to like a little bit of it, but I don't like to listen to it just because it's so weird, right? It's so um, cringy. I hate it. And people are like, your voice is nice. I'm like, no, it's not. I hate it. Because <laughs> it's just so strange, right, to hear your own voice through. And it's kind of surreal to see that little thumbnail, you know, in the car. like. Uh, yeah, my Apple CarPlay. And it's just like my face. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is insane. So, so sometimes, I mean, I just look at it because it's, it's exciting. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, anybody that messaged me and says that they like that episode or, you know, they got some value from it, that is the reason I, I do it for sure. So I, I exactly, I know exactly what you mean. And then also too, it's, it for me, it's a, a good outlet, you know, like yeah. similar to like working out or something like that. It's kind of a cool way to kind of release, you know, whatever feelings you got, something that's in, in your brain. And I think we got to do that at some, like somehow humans have to figure out a way whether that's through journaling or podcasting or even just writing things down randomly, kind of what I call like a brain dump and you're just dumping everything on paper. You got to do that at least once a day, whether that's, I typically like to do it at the end of the day at 5 PM when I close out my day and I'll Mm -hmm. either write ideas down for a podcast or I'll put topics in my uh, notes app or I'll write it on paper. I'll do something at the end of the day to prepare me for the next day, whether that's, because I'm also a UGC creator as well. So whether it's creating content or doing something, I'll write that down. Because if not, I find myself like at 5.30 p.m. when I'm downstairs about to cook dinner with the wife and we're having a conversation about how the day went and all that stuff. I find myself thinking about what I need to do tomorrow. But if I, I write do that it, often. Right? But if I write it down and I dump it on paper, it's almost like I accomplished it, even though I didn't. But I wrote it on paper. I planned for the next day or the next week, however, whatever the urgency is there. And then once you write it down, you get it out of the brain. And I feel like that helps me a lot, especially when I'm trying to figure out podcast topics. So It definitely does. And I um, am a huge planner, period. I have like paper planners. I have like my calendar on the wall. I have my Google calendar. And I recently just started doing like calendar blocking. And it seems so silly to me because they're like, you make a calendar for everything, like daily routines, like stuff for your blog, your podcast, whatever. And um, everything's like color coded. So it's really nice. But they're like, first start with things you do every day, like going to sleep. And I'm like, am I really putting in my calendar, like going to sleep? (laughs) And so it's weird. But like at the end of the day, I will do that. And I'll like go over my week and like put all this stuff in. And then I'll have to like write it in my planner so that it's like there too. And I have like all these colored pens. But I'm like, it's stress relieving for me to just have everything like out. So um, I have like a really weird schedule because my boyfriend's in the military. So he works like two days on, two days off and every other weekend. And so I make it a point to work the days that he works. So um, we get up at like 430 in the morning, which is like crazy. But it's just like my free time, like without kids. And I like look at my calendar. I'm like, this is what I have to do today. And Sometimes I'll do journaling, but I think since I started doing the calendar thing, it's made me feel a lot better. But for like the podcast and stuff, yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think it's helped me to really work through a lot of the trauma that I've been through. And Mm. it's weird because like, why would you want to talk about it? But it's really helped. Yeah. And, you know, again, once you go through a bunch of people that are saying, hey, man, you know, I'm going to get value out of this or I got value out of that and tell these stories to a group of people, then you start to realize, oh, 
So other humans are dealing with this. Interesting. So right. the, the type of things that I could share uh, could help people. And, you know, we're going through uh, that. Uh, my wife and myself, you know, I haven't talked a lot about this. We talked a little bit about it, but we're going through the process of like uh, IVF and IUIs and trying to have, okay. trying to conceive a child. Um, and what's interesting is like we're on paper, everything's perfect. Like on her side and my side, everything's fine. Just for whatever reason, it's just not, things aren't matching up. And we've been trying mm -hmm. for years and years and years. And um, it's obviously a hefty cost. And as you know, having kids, it's an expensive cost to have yeah. kids, but it's hard to stomach the fact of we're spending all this money and the kid's not even born yet. So we're like, oh my God. Because, you know, I have now, a friend going through it as well. And yeah, she's told it, me about it. Yeah. And it's very common, you know, more common than we thought because. You know, we casually tell people here and there, and we haven't really posted anything on social media. She's posted one or two videos, uh, you know, maybe in the past like three years, like one or two videos. But now we're starting to realize that we should post about it. We've captured all the content. We have it just as like a vlog because we think it would be interesting to to tell the story down the road. And then mm -hmm. we were kind of scared at first. We're like, oh, we don't want to share our personal story. And it's weird, right? But then to your point, is we've actually seen people on TikTok and Instagram that have gave us some really interesting advice regarding IVF in this process. So we're like, imagine if those people didn't share their process, then we right. would, right? Then we wouldn't know what to do. So, you know, I think it's kind of a disservice as long as you feel comfortable with it, of course. But I think it's a disservice because we are very similar and we do go through a lot. And sometimes it's better to, put that content out there versus like having nothing but, you know, Kylie Jenner on your phone. Right. You know absolutely. what I mean? Like all that fake bullshit influencer stuff, like that's all fine mm -hmm. and great uh, for certain things. Like if you want to buy makeup, but if you want to like really increase uh, longevity in life, mental stability, physical health, like it's really important to follow people that are giving you that raw, authentic, cringy type of topic because that's the real shit. Like that's the real deal. It's not the fake Instagram reality. Absolutely. Yeah. And I follow a lot of people on Instagram just because like it's just real life, you know? Right. And so, and like when I first started doing like a little bit of UGC and people are like, wow, like how do you like work with these brands and how do you choose who to work with? I'm like, well, everything needs to be like authentic. So, I mean, just whatever you like in real life, like that is the way. And so I know like a lot of people I follow on Instagram are just like other regular moms and they aren't painting this super pretty, like, oh, it's so perfect being a parent. They're just like, yeah, it's a hot mess and everything's like shit all the time. And I'm like, yeah, that's real life. And so I think that, yeah, if you feel comfortable talking about it, it's really gonna help somebody somewhere, even if they don't tell you. And I know that like with the IVF stuff, it is a very like personal thing. And a lot of people don't mm -hmm. talk about it, but I've started to see it more and more. And then just reading comments of people writing on those posts, like, wow, like I've been going through this. Like I didn't realize how many other people were going through it. And just like normalizing that there's so many different types of people in the world. And like, yeah. I think someone posted yesterday, like, can we please just normalize, stop asking like when you're going to have kids? Cause this woman is having a lot of issues and she can't conceive and they've been through like everything and they just, they can't. 
And so it's really rude to her for someone to be like, oh, yeah, when are you going to have kids? And she just wants to, like, have a meltdown every time. And so I think putting that out there is so good. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, also we, as we're getting more and more mature as a species, we're realizing that we don't necessarily have to, like, meet each other all the time. Like, it's better, obviously, face-to-face. Like, this would be cool if you and I could do the podcast in the studio because I have a nice studio here. But I don't... I have a living room. (laughs) (laughs) It looks really nice. Yeah, you got a good setup there. Um, But, you know, I haven't really had people in the studio since the pandemic, and I don't know if I ever will, only because this is so convenient. Like, you you know, I'm never going to probably go to Hawaii anytime soon. I wish I could. Um, Right. I probably will eventually. But, you know, if I was out there... It'd be cool. Sure, we can meet up, have a cup of coffee, you know, shoot the shit, whatever. But then this is great, too. Like this interaction is so cool and unique. And we could do this over the phone or face to face or, you know, via uh, video conference. And we have to think of that like as the community. And that's what's so interesting about sharing stories is because you're kind of creating this like cool community on social media. Sometimes it's full of whack jobs and crazy people. But most of the time, you know, it's people like you mentioned where, you know, people that are following folks that are going through IVF, that's very helpful for other people. And then same thing, sexual abuse, toxic relationships. If you could follow like a thousand people and they're all going through that, it makes you feel like as a fellow human, you're like, oh, this is so cool. Everyone's going through this. It's creating this community that you're never going to see each other face to face. But through the power of the internet and social media, you're able to kind of be involved and be close to these people like it's a really special thing it's pretty cool it is really cool and there's actually a girl on my facebook that i met because um so my boyfriend and i met through this super cute like stranger photo shoot thing um kind of so my friend that lives in hawaii was going to visit her and she's like you should go on a date with this guy when you're here it's like okay whatever so she's (laughs) like here's his number you can text him She's like, well, I've always wanted to do one of these photo shoots. Like, we should just do it. And I'm like, okay. I mean, so I don't know if it was really, like, stranger because, I mean, we hadn't, like, met, right? But we'd been, like, texting. Mm-hmm. But anyway, right. it was all magical and whatever. But it was so what it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and actually, um, have you ever heard of the podcast that's just called Meet Cute? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, so, yeah, they did an episode about us. Um, no they way. started a new series called, like, When I Met You. And ours was like the third or fourth episode. That's so cool. So, yeah, really cool. But anyway, so the photo shoot just kind of like blew up on Facebook. And this girl, like someone shared it and it just went everywhere. And this girl like added me. She was like, your story, it's so cute, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she actually came to Hawaii. And I think I was like working. So we didn't get to like meet up. But I was just, like telling her all this stuff to do. And it was just crazy because yeah. now she's just like on my Facebook and it's just like the way of the world now. And I kind of like it, you know, yeah. because there's there's no like restrictions and mm. it's just endless possibilities to meet people and connect with people. And like, I really enjoy like Facebook groups. Um, it's just such a good way to connect with people from everywhere. And it's just all like, okay, this topic, everyone in this group likes this topic. And it's just like, okay, like I am just like all of these people. And it's so cool to me. It's it's so crazy. And I mean, it's very new still. I mean, you know, less than 20 years old, this whole social media right. internet thing is. I mean, it's, and it's evolved so much. I was even just listening to a podcast that Mark Zuckerberg was on and he's talking about like down the road in a decade, you know, they're thinking about at Meta, they're working with VR and AR and have been for years with Oculus and all this crazy stuff. But eventually mm-hmm. now, like the new one that's coming out next month in October, 
uh, has facial recognition. So quite literally, like if you have your goggles on, your VR goggles, and you blink, your avatar on the other side blinks. It, if you That's do this crazy. with your mouth, it does that. Like it's so perfectly sync with your face. And then eventually it'll be your hands and you know, it'll be, might be a full body suit in a decade. And we'll be able to sit in like a conference room and it'll be just five or six avatars, but they'll look and feel like real people. When you're there, it's literally like they're moving in real time. And it, that's amazing. Part, yeah. And that part is kind of scary. But then, you know, you're like, well, what about human connection? And, you know, we still want to have that, of course, but it'll be your close people that has that human connection, that real face to face interaction. But then it's kind of cool that you could talk to somebody in Russia or China or Africa or something like that that has this technology overseas that you're never going to see again. And it's just it's, right. it's an amazing thing that we can do. And it won't cost us anything usually. You know, you throw on the VR goggles and I could talk to someone in Europe. Like, what? It's, it's, it's going to be That's nuts. so amazing. Yeah. It's and it's crazy. cool because, like, so I'm from Indiana and I've lived in Hawaii for a little over a year. So, like, my mm. mom's already been here twice, but it's so expensive for us to leave. Yeah, and right. I'm just like, thank God for the internet because, like, my son's birthday party is this weekend and I, like, posted a Facebook event and I was like, I'm inviting you so you can see like the videos and the pictures and stuff like in the event like obviously you can't come but like yeah. you can do like a live video or something and yeah. it's just so cool that we can do that and it doesn't feel so like hard to like be away from everyone yeah you don't of course you don't want to like my mother is uh in california so we facetime mm -hmm. you know once or twice a week uh i try to and uh you know it, it's tough it, it definitely is because it is a hike and things are expensive. It kind of makes you a little sad because you can't see people all the time. But if you start feeling sad about that, just think about 30 years ago when right. your family was across the country or overseas. What could you do? You know, it's you couldn't do not even a possibility, you it's, know, and it's you just couldn't crazy. Even barely maybe called, <laughs> you know, right. like, depending on how many minutes you had and shit. Like, but aside from that, it was the after nine. Call yeah. After like, nine. <laughs> So it's like, it's, it's so wild to think how far we, and a lot of people think it's going to ruin humanity and it's maybe there might be a little bit of that, but they said that with the TV also when that came out. Right. Know? And it's really just how you use it and the way that right. you raise the younger generations into using it. So, um, That's right. like being a nineties kid, I always feel like I've had the best of both worlds because, you know, I mm. grew up playing outside and doing all of the normal things and coming home at dark, but For sure. like going into high school, they're just like, okay, like here are cell phones, which is yeah. like, whoa, like, <laughs> and so like I've seen it from both sides and yeah. I think it's really, yeah, just the way that you raise the kids, honestly, because, um, mm. My kids have tablets and stuff, but they only use them for like certain parts of the day. And I'm like, they play outside. Like we live next to a park. They like to go to the beach. Like they're not super consumed into technology, but mm -hmm. it's so cool that we have it. And we're like, okay, like let's play a game. Let's play the switch or whatever. Like, it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. And like video games and all of that, everything's just evolved so much. And I'm like, I remember playing Super Nintendo Mario and I thought it was so awesome. And like when they had Duck Hunt and you could actually use the gun, I'm like, what is this like crazy yeah. thing? And now it's like, yeah, now they have like the VR and stuff and like the Switch and when they came out with the Wii and it's just like 
crazy to know how much it's going to evolve even in like the next 10 years. Oh, I know. And, you know, again, it's <laughs> one of those things where well, I even did a TikTok about it as well, where we, we were lucky because I'm in my mid-30s too. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was born in 85. So definitely both best of both worlds. But to see everything from like my cassette player to the CD player that you had to hold like this or else it would skip. And then. Yeah. It, and then they it, came out with the no skip. Yeah. Or like the anti-shock. <laughs> but that shit was totally still. <laughs> it just wasn't skipping as much. And, right. you know, like hanging out at the electrical boxes. I don't know if you did that where you were at, but there was like these electrical boxes outside houses. And that used to be like our hangout. We used to go there every day or you had like a hangout after the bus, you know, and we used to just shoot the shit. And, you know, my guys with the skateboards, we'd hang out and we'd share our headphones with the CD. You know, we'd have our Jansport book bags and it would have like white out on it, you know, like we would draw. (laughs) It was like, so there's so many pivotal moments of that era. And then next thing you know, you get the flip phone, the Nextel, beep, boop, boop, walkie-talkie, and then you're like, oh, right. my God, this is amazing. And then, like, two years later, <laughs> you get the the shuffle. You know, you get the iPod, then you get the shuffle. The oh, MP3 that was player. incredible. And then you're like, oh, my God, this is it's never going to get better than this. And then friggin' Steve Jobs comes along and combines music and phones and everything in, into one, and you're just like, and it's touchscreen? It's the future. But now here we're talking about AR and virtual reality. Like, what? It's going so fast. I know. And I remember getting like an iPod Touch when they came out. And Mm. I was just like, this thing is so magical. And I'm like, it's just really funny to see how much it's changed in such a short time. But I had like the original iPhone. And um, I have, yeah, Apple user for life, right? And so um, the other day I was like looking on Marketplace, like I'm trying to upgrade my iMac. And I was like, what's on here? And someone was selling an original iPhone, like the 3G. And the thing was like this thick. And I was like, holy shit. Like, (laughs) I don't remember it being like that, but it's just insane. And I don't feel like it was that long ago that we even had them. So it's just like mind blowing to me. It really is. Yeah. And it's even more crazy when you think like 10 more years, 20 more years. You know, if you're, in your, if you're in your thirties, <laughs> you're in your thirties. Next time you turn sixty, because you know my dad is in his sixties, but he's mm-hmm. very he's very healthy considering his age. And I'm looking like that's thirty years from now for me. Like there's going to be right. technology and stem cells and like some wicked gnarly stuff that's going to allow us maybe to even last to like we're a hundred if you're healthy. Like there's so right. many advances. Uh, going on on this planet and we just don't even know the half of it it's just it's so crazy to think i feel like it's also going to be wild that like so the older generation now like they didn't have any kind of technology so they're kind of just like Mm. they don't understand it you know Mm. and us like developing with it it's just going to be weird that there's going to be like great grandparents that are just like oh yeah like let me code your website and (laughs) i'll just airdrop you all of this and we can have a (laughs) vr meeting later like i don't it's just crazy to me which my grandma, she is like 74 and she is like, she loves technology. She doesn't understand it very well, but she sure. has like an Instagram and she's like posting selfies every day. And so as long cool. as it takes pictures, like she is good. She knows how to use all the filters. That's so cute. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. We are going to be the only grandparents that will actually know what to do because I don't, right. I don't really see this going away, obviously. So like, you know, for the next 30 years, 
you and me and everyone else that are in our 20s and 30s, we're going to be using the phones. And then as we get older and become grandparents ourselves, like whatever they're going to be using, they're probably going to be using something in their skin, like the predator, like. It's going to be insane. And then we're going to be like, oh, I remember back in our day, there was a touchscreen phone. Like, I know. Yeah. And it'll be so cool that we'll be so like efficient with it. But we can also say like, I remember when there were no cell phones. Like, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, we are. We are a very rare breed. And then, you know, this right. thing of, of podcasting has evolved so much. Like now, of course, I video my podcast. I didn't start videoing it till like episode 35 or so. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is so crucial. Do you video yours yet? So I just tried doing a video on my last one and I really need to update my computer because it is just <laughs> like everything's so slow with the editing. And so. I was just, it was really miserable to me. So when I got this iMac, like I'd gotten an older one because I wasn't going to use it for anything. And then I just so happened to start like podcasting and I need to do video and everything. And so yeah. now we're just like on the hunt for something better. So I think I'm just going to like, have the video and then eventually i'll just like have to integrate Upload it, it. Yeah. later but yeah, yeah so the last episode does have video but there's like a really small section where the sound is off and it's driving me crazy but it took me like two days to export it and i was like i'm not doing this again <laughs> so i don't know if, if you noticed but the the program um that i sent you the link uh, yeah so it's a very cool interface and if you're a mac user it might work for you i'll send you I'll send you the website uh, via email when, when we get done, and you could take Very a cool. look at it. But if you decide to stick with a Mac, this is a Mac-only software. It's called Ecamm Live, and okay. you can go live if you want, but obviously you don't have to. Like, we're not live right now, and you could just do mm -hmm. a local record. But what's, what's wicked about this is similar to how you would click a link like you did, you joins, and I customized everything so you saw my logo and all that jazz. And then yeah. this whole interface, like, I could switch back and forth and I created these little overlays that you see here. Okay. And then I could switch to me. So if it's just me talking, Hey, how are you? My name's Tony. And then boom, you talk and both of us. So all this is done on the program. Now what's okay. insane about this is when I press end, it, uh -huh. it saves the video file and then it saves two separate audio tracks. Okay. So if you want to edit afterwards, you can, or, you can literally just like put this on YouTube right afterwards with no editing. That's and, amazing. Yeah, just for me, it just helped my workflow so much because I use Premiere Pro to edit everything. And usually I'll add in like these overlays where it has my logo and all that stuff. I usually add that in afterwards. But with this, mm -hmm. I put it in the program and then I could just set up what they call a scene and then you can go back and forth. So it might be something to look into for you because it really helped me when I first started my podcast and now I don't use anything else. Like I've done um, podcasts where I would travel somewhere mm -hmm. and I had to download this program onto my laptop so that I can use mm -hmm. it on the road because I can't not use it to record a podcast. It's like, it's, it's, the, it's the goat. Yeah. So, yeah, I need that. It's just been such a struggle and I'm just like reading everything and I'm like, nothing yeah. is like good but yeah definitely staying mac so yeah yeah it's a good move yeah don't don't uh just stick with the blue stick with the blue girl <laughs> and, absolutely uh, and I'm, i am realizing too like as i'm as i'm doing these videos and posting out you know tiktoks and reels and all that like if you're not doing video 
you just can't keep up because like even Instagram, like you look at what's happening with them, they're changing everything to video. It's a lot to handle. And you do, do you do everything yourself? Like the editing and the producing and all that? I do. Yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot to learn. <laughs> and it's a lot to learn. If there's any advice I can give you, you know, reach out. You got my info. No, absolutely. Um, Thank you. And so last thing before I let you go, because we're already at like 35 minutes, I didn't even realize. So how, how's Hawaii? Because I've never been, but I know it's expensive out there, of course. But uh, did you move over there because boyfriend's in the military? Yeah, so he has been here since 2017. He was in the Army. He actually just transitioned into the Space Force, which is really cool because now he's been in two branches of military. But um, yeah, so I, when I got out of that like really bad relationship, I decided I was going to take a trip and visit my friend. Um, she lived here for a long time. It was like my first tax check with kids. I actually got to spend myself and I'm like, I'm going to go to Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> it was crazy because I'd never like been on a plane or seen the ocean or anything. So Whoa. yeah, I took that trip and you know, we met, but we'd been talking and whatever. I was literally here a week. And we we're just like, okay, like when are you moving here? It was crazy. Super cute. Um, for sure. (laughs) So like two months later, he came to Indiana for a week and then like, we all came here, like me and him and the kids. So I have been here since, um, August of 2021. Very cool. And was it kind of challenging, like during the pandemic and all that to move was a little wild during that time or was it kind of passed at that point? I mean, it was on the mainland. Everything was like kind of getting out of it, which I worked in healthcare. So, I mean, Mm. it was still like crazy, like in the hospital, you know, but like moving here, you had to get COVID tested and like your proof of vaccine and all of that stuff. And it was like that when I visited too, but it wasn't long. I mean, they just did away with all of the restrictions in like April. So it's been like really nice without it. But yeah, the island's great. I love it. We um, actually went on a vacation to the big island of Hawaii, which is like the most incredible place ever we came back here and we're just like nope we don't want to live here anymore um but we live on oahu which is like like the main island right because honolulu is here and everything um but it's really nice i mean there's a lot of really nice beaches and hikes it's definitely like the most touristy island that makes things even more expensive um whereas like the big island when we went there was very the way you would imagine Hawaii to be just like Mm. natural and like greenery everywhere. And we saw real hot lava at the volcano, which was like amazing. Yeah. You're like a kid playing the floor is lava. Next thing you know, you're like (laughs) at a real volcano. It was insane. And it just smelled like people were lighting fireworks off everywhere. Um, So cool. Yeah. It was really cool. It's really nice here. Like I like it, but you know, we'll leave because he's in the military and, um, we're actually really hoping that we're going to go to Colorado next. And so we're actually going to leave next summer. Very cool. So, Colorado is yeah. beautiful. I love Colorado. I've never been. So I'm really excited. And yeah. like since moving here, I'm like such an outdoorsy person now. So I'm just like, I can't wait to go on all these hikes and everything. Like I'm so excited. Um, yeah. It's really nice to like visit here and it's been nice to live here, but I wouldn't want to live here forever. I yeah. think being from the Midwest, like, driving eight hours somewhere you can't do that here you can like drive the whole island in like three hours so yeah it's slightly different (laughs) yeah a little bit but you know it's nice i'm not complaining (laughs) of course yeah yeah there's worse places to be than hawaii absolutely right um but this was good i'm I'm glad we did this i uh i can't wait for you to get your meat cute box i think you're gonna love it um yes and i did get it i just got it and i'm so excited to do it this weekend yeah (gasps) 
Oh, so cool. Okay. Yeah, it took forever because, yeah. you know, it's Hawaii. It's literally yeah, yeah. the other side of the world for me. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's I don't. I want to talk about it, but you didn't open it yet, did you? I opened it. <gasps> you did? That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I should just wait till we are, like, going to go on a date. And I was like, no, I'm going to see what's in it. I was going to set it over here when we were doing it because I was going to show what I got. And I'm, like, so pumped about it. It's, yeah, so it's uh, to give you kind of a quick rundown. So um, I don't remember exactly what I give you because usually we give um, we have the members fill out like a profile when they first sign up, mm-hmm. and then each of those questionnaires there's like six or seven. Uh, each of those kind of decide what we put on the box. And I sent you a few questions, which you gave me some answers, but usually mm-hmm. it's a lot more in depth. And uh, so I try to wing it with your box, but no, I hope you. It like was it, really good. Is it cool? Yeah, it was okay. so good. Um, so we got like this little mini like bonfire to take to the beach and then, uh, the giant matches, which are so cool. And I love the container that they're in. It's amazing. Um, and then we got some like tequila, rum, little drink mixes, which that was perfect because we love that. Um, (laughs) and then like the little s'mores kit, which is really cute. And then some, um, like bug spray that smells really good. Yeah, that's so all. Good. That's all organic. Shout out to uh, our partners are at Murphy's, which is all like organic insect repellent. They do candles and uh, all outdoorsy stuff too. So I figured Hawaii, you probably do a lot of hiking and stuff. That's that's and with kids, yeah. you know, um, it's definitely good to have less of that chemical crap in there. And no, it's uh, amazing. And you know that little bonfire. I don't, I don't know if you you looked into it, but so that's edible. Not the actual, oh, is it really? not the actual fire, not the fire, <laughs> but you can cook on it though. I should say not. Okay. And then so, it's like fine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like a candle. Um, so you can actually cook the s'mores on it and it's like a portable bonfire and it's safe to cook on it. So it lasts yeah, we're gonna like take a, it to the beach. Yeah. We're going to take it to the beach. We're so excited. That's a great idea. And do s'mores on the beach. And then our November box is going to be uh, kind of a bake date night um i don't want to reveal too much about what it is but we usually plan out like four months ahead because the vendors that we work with um usually are across the country and they're just they're not big enough to to make all these items for us like amazon right so we plan out three four months in advance and then we buy it all in a huge inventory and then we get it like two three months that way we can plan it we could test it we make sure it makes sense we make sure it's fun make sure it's worth the money so yeah, there's a lot of planning that goes involved to it, but we're having a lot of fun doing it for sure. So. It's such a cool concept. And like, we're really huge into just like doing different kinds of dates. So like we have all the adventure challenge books. We've been really bad at like actually doing a lot of them, but <laughs> it's just really cool. Cause you can get a box from them too. But I'm just like, this is so cool because it's like that, but it's customized, you know? And so I know it's going to be stuff that we like. And there, I mean, there's been a couple of like the challenge things we've done where we're just like, it's not really up our alley. Like we'll do it anyway, you know, but, um, we're always just trying to like do something different instead of just the boring, like going out to dinner and that's it. You know what I mean? Well, and you know, we, uh, we realized, I mean, it was just getting so expensive, especially now with food and, you know, movies and, you know, you would think because of the pandemic, you would think they want more people to go. So it's more volume they want, but it's not like, you know they're doing discounts. I mean, you know, like if I'm a restaurant or something and my business is hurting, I'm not laying off employees. I'm cutting the price of my meals, but they don't do that. You know? So we're like, fuck this. We're just, we're going to stop going out so much and spending, you know, if you drink, 
forget it. Like we're trying not to drink as much, but if you drink and go out, that's like a $200 night. It's insane. It and, is wild. And honestly, the prices here are not that much more than they are like on the mainland because I've had people telling me like, oh yeah, eggs cost this much. I'm like, that's how much it costs here. And at one point, like gas was higher in California than it was here. And so I'm just like, so weird. it's, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, the prices are so bad everywhere. Mm. And I'm like, if we go out drinking, I drink at home first and <laughs> then we go, you know? Yeah. yeah. And especially when you, cause I used to be a bartender a long time ago. And especially Same. when you realize it's only, okay, so you know, so it's only a shot you're getting if you're lucky, if you got a nice parts in it. Right. It's literally yeah. a shot and it, the other 14 ounces is just ice and, you know, sugar and whatever bullshit you're getting. Like if you're getting a tequila sunrise, it's one shot of tequila and it's 15 right. and It's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. It's mind blowing to me. So I'm just like really pumped to have this and I'm like, hopefully we can like continue it, you know. I appreciate the support. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing your thoughts on it. Take some pictures if you're out at the beach. You know, if you don't, yes. if you don't forget, some pictures, some videos, whatever you can do. And yeah, um, and then yeah, hopefully we'll uh, we'll work out a time maybe next week or the week after yes. whenever you're, you're free, and we can come on your podcast. I'm gonna try to get the wife on the podcast. Well, yes. she's if you heard our podcast that we do, just to give you a heads up on how that works. And for people out there listening, it's Meet Q Box podcast. But it's so funny because it takes me about 10 minutes to get her in the mood to do this podcast. <laughs> it's like it's like trying for a guy. It's like trying to get a woman in the mood to have sex when she's in her PJs. Right. Like That's how hard it is for me to get her on this podcast. And she's so cute because she's so introverted. We, we can't do it video yet because she doesn't want to. Um, I love how much she laughs. I love it. <laughs> oh, she's so like once I get her going, she's in it. But it takes a long time. There's a lot of editing for me in the beginning because she'll like she'll have the mic over here, and I'm like, babe, come closer. She's like, what, like this? And I'm like, no, not that. Do this. <laughs> I'm like, she's been on the podcast numerous times, even on my personal one. She's been on it a ton, but she's just it's interesting. I'll, I'll I'll try to get her on as well to chat with you because I'm sure you guys could have a lot in common. But, uh, no, yeah, it'd be great, yeah. and yeah. I'm just really excited to be able to like talk about the experience with it and everything too. So yeah, yeah, no, it'd be cool. Not very good. And then of course I'll leave <laughs> for everyone listening um, or watching. I'll leave all um, uh, Michaela's um, podcast description, social media, all that stuff will be in the episode notes. Uh, but for people just listening, uh, Michaela, where can they find you on social media and uh, your podcast? Where that's. A Okay, so uh, my podcast, it's called I Deserve It, and we are on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, pretty much like every major platform. Um, and then you can follow me on Instagram. It's just at I Deserve It Podcast. Um, yeah, and we can connect. <laughs> cool. I love it. Well, again, this was a blast. It was good to get to know you. And then, uh, you know, we'll stay connected here in the coming days, and uh, we'll do some more cool stuff together. So if I don't talk to you before you do your date night, Enjoy your yeah. s'mores on the beach. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Michaela, stay safe. We'll talk soon. Thanks. Right, bye. bye. Oh, hey there. First of all, thanks for making it to the end of this video. Not a lot of people do, according to the YouTube analytics, but I, I do want to say thanks for listening to this. There's some more episodes if you want to check those out, and they're all just as good. But if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Check out those timestamps below to reference uh, some of the topics I talked about, as well as some discount links to some of our sponsors and affiliates. But uh, thanks for listening to this episode, and uh, we'll see you next time.